1: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash loss.
2: <clears throat> You're listening to the Sans Pants Network.
1: Home of comedy, <laughs>
2: culture, <laughs> adventures, and ghosts. This is News Fighters. Where we fight the news so you don't have to. With Dylan Behan.
0: Yeah, g'day everyone. Welcome to Newsfighters for today. It's the 29th of October, 2021, episode 87 of the Newsfighters podcast. If you haven't listened before, where have you been? Because Newsfighters is a very humorous look back at the week in Aussie news and politics, presented by me, Dylan Bain, the Barnaby Joyce of burnt out has been news comedy video editors. Also joining us is my old mate Stefan, uh, stopping by to tell us about his Halloween plans and his new spin-off podcast he's going to launch.
3: Get ready to be shocked and frightened because you're going to be so scared. You're You're almost called the ambulance.
0: But first to the big climate news of the week here in Australia.
3: Tonight finally the plan to reach net zero by 2050.
2: The pledge to reach net zero by 2050 but there are still big questions over the plan to get there. It's a plan that is uniquely Australian. That's how Prime Minister Scott Morrison has described the federal government's strategy to achieve net zero emissions by 2050.
0: Scott Morrison commits to net zero emissions by 2050. The Australian way. Yes a uniquely Australian plan, which probably means I just... Came up with some random plan when they were drunk and they just promised to hand out a bunch of money and do a bunch of pork barrelling. Oh no, wait, actually, I'm probably not wrong.
1: The Nationals say they've secured all sorts of concessions but won't uh, give yeah. any details. Uh, because it's a cabinet incompetence.
2: But-, but Barnaby Joyce has refused to say what he's actually achieved in these negotiations and what he's extracted from the Prime Minister in exchange for his party's support.
0: Yes, that's right. The Nationals finally agreed to net zero thanks to being promised. Uh, Information unavailable at the present time. Great. Well, that's reassuring. Well, with Barnaby in charge, they probably just signed it away for a case of Forex gold, a pig on a spit and the abolition of the bonk ban. We'll say what you will. At least Scott Morrison finally got all the Nationals MPs to support the Net Zero policy. Right? The Coalition's candidate
2: in a key seat in Queensland says he will campaign against Net Zero. And Senator Matt Canavan has declared he will do the same.
3: I am going to campaign against the policy, but I do support the election of a Liberal National Party government. National
0: Senator Matt Canavan says he's going to campaign against the government policy, but campaign for the government. Oh, can't wait to hear his election ads. The Coalition's net zero plan is a bad plan that will cost jobs, cost taxpayers and hurt regional Australia. So this election day, vote for the Coalition anyway. Authorised by Matt Canavan, the massive hypocrite. Matt Canavan also said this about the policy.
3: And I don't think people really realise when they hear net zero, that means... Uh, they want to to transition you to be a vegan.
0: Now, of course, Canavan was referencing the fact that other countries want Australia to undertake a 30% methane cut by 2030, impacting livestock and farming, something Barnaby Joyce is naturally against because he's not sure how he can cut his methane output by 30%, but also because eating beef three times a day is clearly how Barnaby keeps his figure so lean and his complexion so meat sweaty. But Greens leader Adam Bant insisted that uh, cutting methane by this much actually wouldn't impact farmers. Scott Morrison could sign this methane pledge... Without having to touch a single cow. Yes, I was going to make a joke here about uh, Scott Morrison touching cows. uh, But this week he's again said he wants to sue people for defamation online. So I'll leave that joke making up to you. That we must hold
2: social media platforms to account.
0: But anyways, back to Scott Morrison's net zero...
2: What was it again? It's a plan. Our plan is a fair plan. Australians want a plan and our plan, our plan, our plan, and our plan, our plan, our plan, our plan, our plan, our plan is the plan. It's also a plan. It's not a plan. This is a good plan for you. It's a good plan for all Australians with this plan. So I'll be taking this plan as part our plan. It's a plan that we get the plan right. The word plan was mentioned at today's press conference more than 100 times in 55 minutes.
0: My God, I haven't heard the word plan mentioned so much since I watched that Perfect Strangers marathon.
2: Well, don't worry. I have... <laughs> oh, God. A plan. <laughs> Belky, I have... Oh, God. A plan. <laughs> I have... Oh,
1: God. A plan.
0: Okay, so on to the... <clears throat> plan... Scott Morrison unveiled on Tuesday. Uh, What were the policy details?
1: But his plan is light on
0: detail. It contains no new funding and relies on existing policies.
2: The government presented a 15-page PowerPoint document announcing in bold font that the plan is based on Our existing policies
0: missing from the big announcement, though the modelling on how to get there and the and the Deputy Prime Minister Barnaby Joyce. All right, do us a favour, please. Never mention the words Barnaby Joyce and modelling in the same sentence ever again. All right. So the policy is there's no new policies. Geez, imagine if you announced you were going to get rid of I don't know serial killers, but uh, doing it without any anti serial killer policies. How, How are you going to get rid of them? Just hope they go away. Okay, so no new policies, but surely there's going to be some new laws or legislation, right? The government has made clear it won't pass laws
1: for the net zero target. And also no plan to legislate that target.
2: It doesn't legislate them. It doesn't mandate them. It doesn't force them.
0: Again, imagine if the government said we're definitely going to get rid of serial killers, but not actually legislate to make killing multiple people even illegal. Or even legislate a policy of there being zero serial killers. Okay, uh, we're against serial killers, but we're not going to mandate it. I mean, if you want an idea of this government's screwed-up priorities, they can't even be bothered making any legislation to stop the real and existential threat of climate change. But this week, found time to legislate against an entirely
2: imagined threat that doesn't even exist. Voters could be forced to show identification in order to cast a ballot at the polls, part of a bill introduced to federal parliament today to counter fraud. At the last election, the Electoral Commission said 2,000 people were marked off the roll more than once, Of those, 20 were referred to police and no one was prosecuted.
0: These new voter ID laws will do absolutely nothing to stop the minuscule 0.01% of people who accidentally vote multiple times, because according to the City Morning Herald, they're mostly confused senior citizens and people from non-English speaking backgrounds. Instead, this law is just going to disenfranchise people without IDs, like homeless people, indigenous people, my idiot friends who keep losing their wallets, and those bodybuilders in Bondi who keep turning up to vote in their budgie smugglers. You can't expect them to carry ID in their tiny little togs or forego a swim before they vote on election day, can you? Clearly, this law is un-Australian. Anyways, back to the net zero document, I guess we'll call it. And uh, let's look at exactly how it lays out that we're going to get to net zero.
3: According to the government, we're already 20% down the road.
0: A further 40% will come from the technology investment roadmap. Things like hydrogen, solar, batteries and burying carbon. A further 15% will come from global trends. Another 10% from offsets and the final 15% from emerging technology. Yes, 15% from global trends. I assume that means like tacos and bubble tea and K-pop and stuff, right? And sorry, what was that about technology? The deal struck relies on emerging and unknown technologies. Emerging and unknown technologies, yes. <laughs> yeah, Like an alien spaceship from space is just going to come down and gift us some kind of magical machine that, uh, you know, I don't know, turns like sunlight or wind or running water into electricity. <laughs> uh, oh, wait, we, we already have that technology. We don't utilize it enough. Stupid humans.
2: Morrison says there'll be some amazing technological advances coming our way. Anyone who walked into any JB Hi-Fi store anywhere in the country today, and when they walked in there five years ago, will know the change in the price of what they were buying today to what it was five years ago. All
0: right. First of all, a good iPhone costs like two thousand dollars now, so that's clearly not true. And second of all, like JB Hi-Fi has actually got worse over the last five years. I'm sorry, I I can no longer buy a 3D TV to watch my 3D Blu-ray of the 2010 classic movie Cats and Dogs 2 The Revenge of Kitty Galore in 3D. Yes, it's an actual movie. And I can't watch it, because technology's gone backwards, I tell you. But there are some existing potential technologies the government is pushing.
2: That how? Investment in clean hydrogen? $20 billion
0: being invested in new technologies like clean hydrogen. Yes, clean hydrogen. You know, Twiggy Forest's new favourite toy, because it doesn't even have to be clean to be called clean, as Fran Kelly pointed out to Angus Taylor back in April.
3: Is it green hydrogen or hydrogen made with fossil fuels? What's that uh, mean?
2: That's, that's the point. It's clean hydrogen. So Again, it's not made with let's fossil fuels? not declare war on industries. I'm
1: not let's, declaring war. I'm asking is it well, made with fossil well, fuels or is it made with renewable energy?
2: The, the point that many make when they're asking that question is we, we can't possibly make anything from fossil fuels. Well, you know what? If it's zero emissions, it's fine. That's the point. It's got to be clean.
1: Okay. Uh, so so it will be made with fossil fuels and
2: how do we
0: be. make it zero emissions? It's a little bit like if someone launched a new hamburger and they claimed it was low fat and vegan, but it was actually made from pure pork belly. Yum, yum. Okay, what other great technological innovations is the government hyping up?
1: Carbon capture and storage is one.
0: Carbon capture and storage. Carbon capture and storage to deliver those net reductions. Ah, yes, carbon capture, you know, that magical technology that makes carbon dioxide harmless that conservative politicians have been talking up since well before No Time to Die was meant to come out, which is like 20,000 years ago. But the technology is here now, according to Liberal MP Tim Wilson. Let's talk about uh, the innovation that's going on in stored carbon through briquettes. I'm in Canberra right now, and there's a local business uh, that is finding a way to take Mm. carbon essentially from the atmosphere and store into briquettes and to become part of building materials. Oh, great. A company in Canberra is going to build you a house made out of carbon briquettes. That sounds bloody safe. You ever wanted to live in Canberra? No. How about if I build you a house made out of carbon? Doesn't that make moving to Canberra sound tempting? All right, what's another technology the government is relying on? Improved measurement of soil carbon is another. Soil measuring? How about instead of changing the way we measure things, we just burn less coal and build more renewables? Has anyone thought about that? No, of course not. Why would you want to do that when you can just keep mining coal?
2: We don't have to shut Australia down, stop digging things up, stop planting things to achieve net zero. Australians don't have to be punished to achieve net zero. We're not going to tax you. We're not going to shut you down. You can keep still digging things up and planting things and running your farms and we'll get there because technology will get us there. Mm. While promising emissions reductions, not standing in the way of proposed new coal ventures. If they stack up, they stack up. Legal investments
0: in this country are still legal. All right, great. So we're going to get to net zero with none of us having to change our behaviors, no industries being forced to adapt, and we can keep mining coal and burning it to make electricity. Sounds too good to be true. Now, if you'll excuse me, I'm going to start my new summer swimwear diet where I lose 10 kilograms by sitting on the couch and eating ice cream because magical future technology will get me there. Of course, the international media gave our plan the exact reaction it deserved. The Prime Minister's long-awaited plan to get to net zero by 2050 has been slammed by the global media.
2: CNN says it's the weakest climate pledge of any rich country going to Glasgow. Um, the New York Times says this plan is built on hope and little else. Well, I reject all of that. Ah, well, case closed then.
0: Scott Morrison rejected the criticism, so the plan must be perfect. Case closed. Podcast over. Everyone go home. No, seriously though, it's amazing we even got this net zero plan when Morrison says we're doing so bloody well at cutting emissions already.
2: Australia has reduced our emissions by more than 20%. That's what we've actually achieved. That's greater than the US, the UK, New Zealand, Canada. Um, we've got the highest rate of rooftop it's solar a- in the world. We've got record rates of renewable investment. So Australia is taking action on climate change. So as I said, our emissions reduction, better than New Zealand, better than the, the United States, better than Canada, better better uh, than Japan. Wow, we're doing better than all
0: those countries? No, because it's a goddamn lie. Take out the land use changes loophole and our emissions have actually gone up since 2005 compared to all those countries. And as for...
2: We've got the highest rate of rooftop solar in the world. Well, that's absolutely
0: no thanks to Scott Morrison or the federal government and absolutely thanks to everyone being fed up with government inaction and the lack of cheap, clean energy available and everyone just deciding to... Take things into their own hands. It's a bit like taking credit for picking the car up from the garage when actually your wife did it months after you were meant to do it because she was sick of waiting for you to do anything. Jeez, glad I did that thing that I was meant to but didn't get around to and someone else did. Good job. On top of all this... This non-binding 2050 plan doesn't even have improved goals for 2030, which is what the whole world is saying we need to do right now to avert disaster.
1: The coalition has refused to upgrade its 2030 target. Which is what the United Nations and climate experts are calling for. Greater action on climate change by 2030 to avoid a major climate disaster.
0: Yes, we need a better solid 2030 target. But ironically we might not. Australia's on track to cut emissions by 30 to 35 percent by 2030, comfortably
2: above the existing target of 26 to 28 percent, although there'll be no formal increase to this target. Because that's the commitment I gave to the Australian people. Why not adopt them as an official target? What is important is that I act consistent with a mandate I had from the Australian people. They rejected a 45% target at the last election.
0: Yes, Scott Morrison won't promote our better results because overachieving looks bad. Jeez, imagine being his kids. Uh, Dad, you know how I said I was going to get an A on my English essay? I actually got an A+. How dare you not act consistently with your original target? You're grounded. Go to bed. Yes, my Scott Morrison impersonation there. Book me now for your Christmas party. Anyways, with such a lacklustre non-binding and easily dodged climate plan, opposition leader Anthony Albanese couldn't wait to tear it to shreds. The
3: Seinfeld policy launch. All the build-up, and then it was all about nothing. No new policy, net zero new policy, net zero legislation, net zero modelling. Seinfeld policy? What
0: the hell are you on about, Albo? There was no build-up. To Seinfeld, it was an underground sleeper hit that went on to be a massive success and defined television comedy for an entire generation. Jesus, if you're going to throw in a Seinfeld reference, you could have at least said the climate plan was all yada, 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 or it wasn't sponge-worthy, or the Target had shrinkage, or the jerk store called and it wanted its climate policy plan back. Fire your joke writers. Anyways, in summary, we've got a climate change plan that barely does the bare minimum, doesn't go far enough, and is too little too late. Doesn't have any modelling, doesn't have any new policies, doesn't have any legislational mandates and relies on you to do all the hard work, relies on unproven and yet to be invented technologies, promises it won't adversely impact anybody anywhere ever, and yet members of Scott Morrison's own government are going to campaign against it despite being promised all sorts of secret sweeteners that haven't been revealed yet. This absolute joke of a quote-unquote plan actually makes me want to invoke Boris Johnson's climate idea. He mentioned at a press conference with school kids this week. Speaking to a group of children about the challenges of climate change,
3: British Prime Minister Boris Johnson has made a rather unique suggestion on how best to tackle the crisis. 97% of the mass of mammals
2: on this planet is, is humans and our animals, yes. our domestic animals. Just 3% is left for the wild. So there's a lot of we space could feed to feed some of that. the
3: human beings to the animals.
0: Well. That
1: would,
0: wouldn't we? Yes, and personally, I vote that the first humans we turn into animal food are the pathetic coalition climate deniers who came up with this absolutely pathetic...
2: Plan, 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 plan. plan. It's not a plan. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot...
0: Okay, now on News Fighters, it's my absolute uh, pleasure to announce that uh, we've been so successful this year that we're actually going to be uh, branching out and launching um, a brand new spin-off podcast uh, that's actually not uh, news-related. Uh, yes, and it's perfect timing because it's Halloween this week and we've decided we're going to jump onto the bandwagon of uh, true crime and also horror podcasts. Turns out these are doing very well at the moment. Uh, and the person we've got to host it is our... Uh, Regular sports and entertainment correspondent Stefan Pazer, who's joining us on the line now to introduce this new podcast to the world. Stefan, how are you going? And what's the podcast going to be called?
3: Thanks, Dylan. I'm going great. Uh, this is a this says since this is Halloween, get mm. ready to be shocked and frightened. Ooh. because you're going to be so scared. Yes, you almost you're almost called the ambulance. Wow, that's scared. Very scared. Yeah, but get ready. Yep. actually um I haven't chosen a name for it yet
0: oh okay but have you got no. some op- have you got some options there
3: I do I do uh, some of them uh, some of the options are uh, so far include ghost fighters ghost is fighters. the first one yeah. okay
0: so it's like news fighters but with ghosts but people will think that's like a knockoff of Ghostbusters so I don't know I don't know I don't know well what else you got
3: um chat 10 spooks 3 ah
0: very good very Australian
3: uh, Newsfires Presents Spooky Horror Halloween Show
0: That's good, I like that one Clean,
3: clean, clean and might, simple there
0: Might be a bit tricky outside of Halloween But I think people get it
3: It will be uh, The Bogan Ghost Experience
0: Okay, for so it's a, Is it because it's about Bogan Ghosts or
3: That's right Okay, B- great Bogan's from out west and uh, the middle north Yeah Okay oh, uh, That's exciting The the uh, Daily Daily Scary Show.
0: Oh, okay. So instead of like the Daily by the New York Times, it's the Daily Scary Show. So hopefully, people That's who right. search for the Daily will will instead subscribe to the Daily Scary Show. I like it.
3: That's right. Smart. Um, Stefan's True Crime and Haunted House Podcast, sponsored by Burger Rings.
0: Oh wow! Have you have you actually got Burger Rings to sponsor you?
3: No, no. Unfortunately, they haven't returned my calls. Ah. Oh.
0: Hey, hey, true story, though, for everyone listening at home, I um, my lockdown impulse purchase last year was I bought the website burgerrings.com. Um, so, and uh, if anyone wants to check it out, I bought burgerrings.com, and uh, right now it redirects to the Cheezles website. So, if anyone for, anyone from Burger Rings wants to contact us, they might get in touch now because I am the owner of burgerrings.com.
3: How much are you thinking of selling? Well, I bought it if for about
0: I bought it for about 20 bucks, so I'll, I'll take 30
3: Okay, that's a fair deal. That's a fair that, deal. That's a good markup.
0: Um, all right, Stefan, well, it's uh, Halloween this week. Uh, what are you going to do to celebrate? And do you have any uh, lollies or snacks there for if kids come around to trick-or-treating? What are you going to give the kids if they come around to
3: trick-or-treat? Uh, well, I, I can't give them anything because so I already ate everything. There's no more lollies, no more chocolate. I've been munching away.
0: All right, so I'll be the kid. Knock, knock, Mr. Stefan, trick-or-treat. You got any lollies for me?
3: I don't but here's a banana. Goodbye.
0: Hey, bana- hey, not going to say no to a banana. That's healthy. That's good. Thanks, sure That's good eating. All right, so we've got the names for your podcasts. Uh, we can lock that in later. But what's what? what are we? What's going to be on the first episode? You got the first episode is going to come out this week. What can we expect?
3: Well, uh, get ready to be scared as hell because I'll tell you about the uh, scariest house ever. Ooh. It's a rundown, ramshack spooky shack in the suburbs of Sydney, and it costs $3 million. Uh, okay, what's
0: what's scary about that?
3: Just the cost. The house prices are out of control.
0: Yeah, true, that is scary. I forgot. I'm so used to $3 million being a normal house price in Sydney. Whoa. Yeah. Sure is. Uh, and what else scary is going to be on the show?
3: Well, I googled ghosts and found that there was a famous ghost called Casper who was in some comic books and a few cartoon TV shows. Casper the, the ghost, 80s. yeah.
0: I think there might be some rights uh, issues with that. Uh, how about... um? You also want to cover true crime stuff. True crime podcasts are huge. Um, there's been a lot of great true crimes happening lately with uh, people disappearing and this kind of thing. Uh, so it would be great publicity for News Fighters if we could... Solve an unsolved murder, or locate a missing person, or something like that. Any segments at all like that in the pipeline?
3: Yeah, we have one. one we got one idea. It's uh, we go on. We go on the hunt for uh, former Prime Minister Harold Holt. Oh
0: wow! And any luck? Did you find him?
3: Uh, no, no. But uh, when I went swimming for five hours, I, all I found was some dead fish, Tony <laughs> Abbott's red budgie smugglers, uh. Uh, some spare bikes. Yep, uh, I, I photographed a couple having sex on the rocks near Bondi.
0: Oh, okay, very good.
3: And you and, were swimming with the Han- camera. Yes, yeah, I was, and yeah. uh, a waterproof camera. Yeah, and good, good. Uh, Paul, I also saw Pauline Hanson sunbathing with Donald Trump. Really, at Bondi? Yes. Uh, yeah. And what other and what other crimes and scary things me. do
0: you want to investigate on the show?
3: Uh, Well, with the help of Scooby-Doo and the Mystery van, we'll find out who stole my yogurt.
0: Right, so that's the crime, who stole your yogurt.
3: That's right. I want my yogurt and I want it back. That's... This is not right.
0: That's fair enough. I don't know how much interest there would be for that. Mind you, having listened to a lot of other podcasts recently, that would be more engaging than than many of them.
3: I think uh, I think so because we're going into detail about the yogurt, what flavour it was, who have, made it, how it was marimba made. marimba
0: music in the background. Do you want to That's give us right. a line from it, like in the in a, your proper like spooky podcast voice of like you searching for the yogurt or something? Go ahead. Who
3: who stole the yogurt from the kitchen table one night? We explore the in depth details and explore every inch of every step that was taken. To find out who took the yogurt And where
0: it went Move over teacher's pet We've got the next big scary thing In podcasts happening Oh my goodness
3: Has Uh, someone ever stolen your yogurt?
0: Has anyone stolen my yogurt? Uh, Look maybe but I think I can't remember someone making a podcast out of it That seems a bit over the top But there's missing millionaires There's political assassinations What makes you think people are going to care about stolen yogurt?
3: Well you would too If your yogurt was stolen
0: um, also, I'm noticing uh, science podcasts are, are huge at the moment. Uh, what about you? Are you are you keen to cover science on the show?
3: Yes, I'm keen to bring you the latest scientific discoveries. Oh, like, like what? Uh, well did you know that poison is poisonous?
0: Poison. Sorry, sorry. Poison is poisonous. Is that what you said? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think that's why it's called poison. Yes.
3: <laughs> okay then. Have you heard of a thing called water? Water.
0: Yes, of course.
3: Really, water? You've heard of it? Yeah, water.
0: Yeah, of course. I drink it every day. What about it?
3: Okay, damn it. And then I have to rewrite the whole damn show. Okay, I've got to go then.
0: All right. Thanks for joining us on News Fighters to talk about your new spin-off podcast for Halloween, Stefan Pazur. Thanks for
3: being here. Thanks for having me.
0: righty. that's News Fighters for today, the 29th of October, 2021. News Fighters, as always, is written, produced, and edited by me, Dylan Bain. For Sans pants Radio. Don't forget to subscribe to the show on YouTube at youtube.com/slash newsfighters or follow us on your podcasting app of choice. And if you like the social media, you social media butterfly, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at NewsfightersPod. To support the show and get bonus episodes, pay to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or join our Patreon at patreon.com slash newsfighters, like Shannon did. Thank you, Shannon. Or you can buy me a coffee at buymeacoffee.com newsfighters. Also, just a reminder, we refuse to advertise on Facebook, so please sign up for our free Substack newsletter at newsfighters.com. And only a few episodes left before we pack it in for the year, so make sure you sign up to that newsletter to hear about our other appearances and projects that are going to be on the boil over the summer. And also, if anyone out there is listening uh, in the industry, um, I've written up a very good and uh, convincing pitch document uh, to do Newsfighters as a weekly four-minute wacky clip segment for, I don't know, radio, TV, or online in 2022, because I'd very much like to be using my comedy craftsman skills for not insurance videos. If anyone out there is keen to see my pitch document, drop me a line, newsfighters.com. Anyways, here it is, your whiff of pine. So is it true that when you had sedated the boys... And they'd been taken back through the cave. And of course, you didn't know that because you were in the cave the whole time while they were each being sedated and then removed.
1: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more